Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now, some of you may have heard the term white fragility. Uh, some may be familiar with it, some less so, but this is a textbook case. Now, the brilliant actor, Joa Ando, featured in ITV's coronation of King Charles III. And let's just hear some comments that she made. From the, uh, the, uh, the rich diversity of the Abbey to a terribly white balcony. I'm very <laughs> struck by yes. that. I'm also looking at those younger generations and thinking, uh, what are the nuances that they will inhabit as they grow? Um, nuances that, that uh, uh, Charles has exhibited from a, 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 you know, a teenage into early 20s, year, a young man thinking of the life ahead of him and thinking about the world. But that final wave was... Ab- OK, just to repeat, just key section there. Looking at all those young people, there was a bit of me that has gone from the rich diversity of the Abbey to the terribly white balcony. I'm very struck by that. Okay, so what happened next? I'll tell you what happened. More than 4,000 people with very little else to do with their lives complained to Ofcom, which regulates broadcasting supposedly in this country, um, though it's run by right-wingers who don't regulate the, the media properly. But they, uh, it became, it has become already the most complained about televised moment of 2023. This is a country in which GB News operates, just to bear that in mind. Now, she went on to apologise later, saying, I think I upset a few people yesterday. I was talking about the day and how marvellous it was, and then looked at the balcony at the end and suddenly went, oh, it's so white because the day had been so mixed and I didn't mean to upset anybody. Why is she apologising? Don't apologise for that. What you said was completely valid. You didn't say anything wrong in any shape or form. Let's just examine just a bit of context, which I think is important. And this is going to make people get really angry and furious because what you're about to see in the comments section of this video and any and many of the responses on Twitter and Facebook is white fragility in action. That is discomfort and defensiveness, definition here, on the part of a white person when confronted by information about racial inequality and injustice. Okay, so basically there's a subsection of white people who get a profoundly emotional response when there's any mention of race and specifically racism. That's for a few reasons. It may be because they have themselves racist views. And they regret a sense that those racist views have become, to a degree, stigmatised and they resent the fact that you receive pushback if you say things which are racist, if you indulge attitudes, ideas which are racist. It may be because they've decided to take accusations of racism personally, regarding it as an assault on them personally, finding discussion of racism more offensive and outrageous than racism itself. It may be a combination of things. But this subsection of people relish an opportunity, any opportunity, to turn the tables. They want to be able to go, the real racists are anti-racist, specifically the real racists are black people or members of other minorities. It's a combination of going, aha, how do you like this thrown back in your face? Um, Or it's a genuine attempt to claim victimhood, to try and pretend that people who are white are being oppressed for being white, which is normally a straightforward attempt to attack immigration and multiculturalism, to, to pretend that immigration and multiculturalism are an assault on white people and in order to ar- argue for an overtly more racist society which is very open and candid about protecting 
uh, and entrenching whiteness. So that's what's that's what's going on here. I mean, like some of you, I know, because this sort of video will attract the sorts of people who who I've described, and you know what I've just said is accurate deep down. You know what I'm saying is correct, and that's going to annoy you even more having it accurately described, isn't it? But you're raging. You are raging because I can read your Twitter comments, which I'm going to go through as well as cases in point. Um, it's clear what uh, Ajoa Ando was talking about here. She's referring to the fact that Britain has become an increasingly multicultural society, and she's welcoming that fact. That's one of the facets of modern Britain that you should be proud of. It is part now of being British. You might not like it, but it's a fact. Um, and that diversity is particularly common amongst younger people who are becoming more diverse. Every age group you go down, the more diverse it gets. Again, that is what's angering and scaring a lot of the people who've clearly picked up the phone or emailed Ofcom about this. Um, and this diversity is self-evidently not reflected in the royal family, who are meant to be symbols of the nation as a whole. So there's just an obvious contrast to be marked upon. Here's modern Britain looking very diverse. Here's a royal family that clearly doesn't reflect that. Now... <laughs> As it happens, there is one exception called Meghan Markle, um, who wasn't there, who's been relentlessly hounded by the media in conjunction with the machine of the royal family, which I really do think rather makes the point, doesn't it? Now, right-wing provocateurs have fought back going, well, if someone said terribly black rather than terribly white, we wouldn't, we'd all agree that's racist. It's, it's almost like different things merit different responses, isn't it? Now, this is part of a recurring attempt to rebut the claims of oppressed groups by turning the tables. That's the that's the 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 aim of this, self-evidently. To pretend straight people suffer prejudice as straights, um, they've got more rights than normal people these days, that kind of thing. Uh, that feminism is anti-men, that's men-hating, and that anti-white racism is a thing, which is a rallying cry of racists. Um, why isn't anti-white racism a thing? So we're not, I'm a white person, as you probably can see, um, you know, I look a bit Frankly, when I was younger, I looked a little bit like the Milky Bar kid. Um, because we're not systematically institutionally discriminated against because of the colour of our skin. Blackness became a means to systematically oppress black people. And the reasons for that go back many centuries to the slave trade, in which about 7 million, sorry, not 7 million, 12 million Africa, black Africans were kidnapped and transported across the Atlantic as part of the slave trade. About 20% of them died en route, uh, the most hideous um, conditions. It's a crime up there with the Holocaust. Um, and then we had colonisation in which several African countries were invaded by European nations who then stole their land, their resources and subjugated them. And to justify treating those who were enslaved and colonised as inferior, there was an attempt to develop an entire system of thought and practice backed up by pseudoscientists that the black skin of black people marked them out as inferior, anti-blackness. That's the basis of anti-black racism. This is all very recent. Uh, you know, slave, slavery was only banned in the United States two lifetimes ago. This doesn't apply to whiteness. There isn't a kind of any rationale for anti-whiteness in that sense at all. There are those who are in their claims for justice pointing out the white domination of Western societies and because these the global north, because the global north dominates much of the world and continues in many ways to oppress and and, and, and take the resources and wealth of other countries, that's not, that's not racism talking about that. More than half of young, uh, of, of, of British black children live in poverty. Unemployment for black people is over twice as high. Two thirds of black employees exp reported experienced racism in a 12 month period. You've got, for example, police stop and search, which even Theresa May 
denounces racist. You're far more likely to be stopped and searched if you're black, and also to face criminal uh, charges and prosecution uh, for, for example, possession of drugs compared to a white person, like cannabis or cocaine. Um, dramatic underrepresentation in the media, in politics, in the economic sphere. Um, now, discussing this, how dominated, how society is dominated by whiteness at the exclusion of others, is that's not racist. That's just talking about unfair distributions of power in society. I tweeted about the complaints against this brilliant actor, and I said, fragile white people um, who are so offended by anyone who challenges rampant systemic racism that they're obsessed with trying to turn the tables and pretending to be victims are the worst. Um, some of the responses I thought were very, very uh, calm and reserved. Owen Jones wants to genocide white people, simple as act accordingly. Direct messages like, you're an anti-white traitor to the UK. Um, now, look, white people, you do get, white people are oppressed in Britain. Millions of white people are oppressed, but they're not oppressed because of their whiteness. They're oppressed because of their class. The stripping away of secure jobs, the attack on trade unions, which has reduced wages, the fall in living standards, the housing crisis, the attack on the welfare state, the attack on public services. Um, you know, low-paid workers who are exploited by their bosses, who are white, as well as black, and, and a whole range of different ethnicities but they're not oppressed because of their white skin it's the same with men millions of oppressed and exploited men but they're they're not exploited and oppressed as men they're exploited because of their class and that's the difference here and that's an important discussion to have but the fact is calling out the fact that we live in a society which does exclude the growing numbers of people from minorities that is a valid and important conversation to have and those who are angry about it are actually terrified that they know that Britain is becoming a more diverse and multicultural society and that there really is nothing they can do about it except make the lives of members of minorities harder and more difficult. But what's going to happen is, I'm sorry to say, you lot, you're going to lose. Those of us, those of you who want, those of you who want a white society and to to enshrine whiteness as the key determining factor defining our society, you're going to lose, obviously. And that's why you're scared and angry, and that's why you're lashing out and ringing up Ofcom for really pathetic reasons. <laughs> anyway, end of rant. Please like, subscribe, do support us on patreon.com forward slash Look forward to your comments. I'll see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.